Oh, let's magnify God, shall we? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen. While you're standing, turn with me in your Bibles to the New Testament, to the book of Acts, chapter number 4. And I would like to begin reading with verse number 23. While you're turning there, let me say it's good to see everybody in the house of God. I know it's holiday season and people are coming and going and all kinds of things happening, but it's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord on this Sunday night. Amen. And let's just get everything we need tonight to carry us through this week of thanksgiving and holidaying and we'll be back next Sunday with worship and praise believing God for good things but we're not there in next Sunday we're here in this Sunday amen so let's get what we need tonight praise God can I get an amen from somebody let's get what we need tonight praise God Acts chapter number 4 and we'll begin reading with verse 23 as you uh, get that scripture, let me say, uh, we had a great time in Israel, had a wonderful experience, went to all of the, uh, most of the holy sites in the Holy Land, just a great, great tour, and uh, all of that was wonderful, but I'm going to tell you what, I could have almost kissed the ground when we got back to the United States. Uh, we got our faults, but I'm telling you, it's a great place to live, and we're glad to be back in the U.S. of A. Amen. So, thank you, church family, for helping us. I know a few years ago, you, you got us the uh, tour for um, Israel for our 15th pastoral anniversary, but it took two years for us to get there because of some health issues that I had along the way. But uh, thank you so much. Acts chapter 4, beginning with verse number 23. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, and then it records the prayer. Now down to verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. And that's all I'll read for your hearing tonight. Would you bow your heads with me and let's pray. Let's ask God to have his way in the remainder of our service. Would you do that with me right now? Father, in the name of Jesus, anoint me to proclaim your word. Anoint everybody to receive it. Have your way for good in the next little while in this house. God, we're asking you to meet every need by your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, let your anointing prevail in this service tonight. And Lord, we're giving you praise and honor and glory for doing so. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Oh, let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 
Amen. Turn around and shake somebody's hand and tell them you're glad to see them in the Lord's house. And while you're preparing to be seated, let me say, good to have everybody here and Sister Nancy Johnson's grandson and his family, Brother Chris and Becky Lucas, good to have them. God bless them. Amen. <clears throat> if somebody could get me uh, some water. We usually got something up here, but I guess I drank it all this morning. Amen. Good to, good to see everybody in the Lord's house. Anybody looking forward to Thanksgiving Day? Anybody looking forward to forgetting about your diet and just eating turkey till you uh, can't hardly stand up? And maybe some ham or beef or whatever you do. Praise God. I'm just telling you, I'm glad I'm not in Israel for Thanksgiving Day because I like to eat cheese and I like to eat meat together and I like to, man, I could even eat a cheeseburger for Thanksgiving. Amen. I'm hung up on cheeseburgers now. Praise God. I had one last night. had one the night before. I just, man, I'm making up for it. And I don't even normally eat that kind of stuff, but... You know, when you can't have something, you just want it, it seems like. Amen. So, uh, good to be in the house of the Lord. Anybody glad that Jesus is still alive and well in your life? Praise God. I don't plan to preach long tonight, but I do want to share something with you that I have felt in my spirit. And so, years ago when I was just a young man, a very young man, uh, there was a song, and some of you, I'm sure, remember that song. It was a Christian song, and uh, a lady sang that song, as I remember, by the name of Bobby Shoemake, and the name of that song was, Lord, You Know I Need a Brand New Touch. And I don't remember all the words, but it went something like, uh, Lord, You Know I Need a Brand New Touch. My strength from yesterday is gone, but if you'll give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength to carry on. I thought the sun had come to stay, but all too soon it went away. It was your strength that brought me through it, Lord. Without your strength, I'd surely fail. Lord, I need a brand new touch. And uh, that's what I want to preach about for a few minutes here tonight. And that is a brand new touch. And so in the book of Acts chapter 2, we see that the church was founded on the day of Pentecost. And this is how the Bible records it. And in Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 1, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit 
gave them the utterance. And you know the rest of the story. They spilled out of the upper room, out of the place they were gathered together, and people from around the town gathered around to hear what was going on. They were astonished because these people were speaking in languages they had never learned, speaking the wonderful works of God. And uh, some thought they were drunk because they didn't understand what they were saying. But Simon Peter stood to his feet and he said, These men are not drunk as ye suppose, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens will I pour out of my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. So in Acts chapter 2, God's spirit came down upon humankind for the very first time. And for the very first time, people began to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and their lives were touched and changed by the power of God. That, my brothers and sisters, happened in Acts chapter 2. And what a change it made in the apostles and the early church and those that heard the gospel that day. And everyone that believed the message Peter preached on that day repented, were baptized in Jesus' name, received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And it was a wonderful, glorious day. And that was the day of Pentecost. And so everybody was rejoicing. They were speaking with tongues. They were rejoicing in the Spirit and the power of God. They staggered under the glory cloud of God's presence. But ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, then only two chapters later, not much time had passed. They had already received the baptism of the Holy Ghost But now the apostles are being threatened. They're told, don't you ever speak in the name of Jesus again. And the religious authorities of the Jews had arraigned them and told them not to ever do that again. And they threatened them if they would ever seek to do that again in the city of Jerusalem. The apostles came and gathered the church together. And when they got together with the church, they began to rehearse what had happened to them and how that they had been threatened. And the enemy was trying to throttle the early church and to put it to a halt and to stop its progress. But when the church heard about what the threatenings were, Everybody in the house began to lift up their voice to God in one accord. By the way, that's the only way to have a good apostolic prayer meeting. We don't need to meditate. We need to lift up our voices. And we need to cry out unto Almighty God. And so they lifted up their voice with one accord. 
The Bible even records the prayer. I didn't take the time to read it, but basically they gave God glory. They told him what had gone on, and they asked that with boldness uh, they might be able to proclaim the word of God. And while they were praying, the Bible says uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, filled the house again, and they were all, not some, but everybody in the house uh, was filled with uh, the Holy Ghost, and God shook the place where they had gathered together. And my brother and sister, when they left that place, they weren't muttering under their breath about the gospel, but they boldly continued to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. What happened to them was they got a brand new touch. And what I'm trying to tell you is it didn't take long for them to realize we can't live on yesterday's blessing. We're facing new challenges. We're facing new problems. And unless we get the help of the Holy Ghost, we're not going to be able to make it. But if we can get God to come down and the Spirit to touch us again, then that's what we'll need to get us through. And that, my brothers and sisters, is exactly what happened. Now, I said all of that to say this. What is going on in your life? Remember the day that God baptized you in the Holy Ghost. You staggered under the power of God. You were so happy. You were so excited. You were filled with power and unction from on high. But then life happened. Then trials began. Then somebody said something to you. Then somebody did something to you. Then all kinds of uh, Hades broke out in your life. and uh, your strength began to be sapped uh, and the power of God that you once felt uh, began to be diminished in your life uh, and uh, you wonder what in the world is going on. But I'm here to tell you uh, the same God that you felt uh, in yesteryear has not changed. But what you need is to get back under the spout uh, where the glory comes <laughs> where the glory comes out uh, and say, God, uh, thank you for what you did yesteryear. Uh, Thank you for what you did two months ago. Uh, But I need a brand new touch. Uh, I need a fresh anointing. Uh, I need to feel your presence again. In only two chapters. Didn't take long. They realized we got to have the Holy Ghost again. And so I'm asking you, where are you at in your life? Are you still living in the vibrancy of the power of God like you felt when God first filled you? If you're a child of God that has been born again of the water and spirit, are you living in that unction and power? Or has your strength diminished Are you feeling weak? Are you feeling like you can't make it? Like you don't have the strength? 
to put one foot in front of the other. I'm just telling you, uh, it's like one, one uh, man was asked who walked across America. He, they said, uh, was it the high mountains or was it the low valleys or was it the hot burning deserts uh, that caused you the most trouble on your walk across America? And he said, no, it wasn't any of those things. It was the sand in my shoe. Just every day, at the, by the, uh, every so often, I'd have to pull off my shoe and get the sand out because it would rub blisters on my feet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not always the big things uh, that hurt us. Uh, it's the day-to-day -day grind, uh, getting up and going to work uh, and facing uh, the day and going to school and, and facing perhaps ridicule and trouble and, and just every day paying the bills, uh, trying to live our lives for God uh, and it saps strength out of us. It's, it saps the anointing as it were out of our lives but I'm here to preach to you today what you need is just a brand new touch of the power <coughs> excuse me of the power of God's spirit and if you get that you can make it you can have victory again you can have power again you can overcome the enemy again So it didn't take long for the early church to realize that. They didn't continue to live off of what happened in Acts 2. They got it again in Acts 4. They got it again and again. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. We can't live uh, off of yesterday's blessing. Uh, we got to get a fresh touch uh, every chance we can. Did you know the Bible says in the Old Testament that they were given manna every day except the Sabbath day. And they were given twice as much on the day before the Sabbath. But if they tried to keep it, just go get a bunch on Monday and keep it for the rest of the week so they wouldn't have to go out and get it. Did you know the Bible said it would breed worms? And so they'd go to get something to eat out of the barrel and it'd be full of worms. You know what God was trying to teach them? He was trying to teach them, you don't get it all at once and think you're going to keep it forever. You got to keep going back again and again to the source of your supply. And we cannot live on... Well, back in 1959, God baptized me. Thank God for it. I'm not downplaying your experience with God. Nobody's. I would never do such a thing. But what I'm trying to tell you is thank God for that. But don't stay parked there in 1958 or 59. But say in the year 2019, I got to get a brand new touch. I got to get a fresh anointing. I got to get a... a fresh touch from above I cannot live just on what happened yesterday Lord you know I need a brand new touch without, without uh, going into every scripture in the Bible to reiterate this I would tell you that it is important for you as a child of God I'm not going to tell you as a Pentecostal preacher that if you don't speak in tongues every day, you're going to hell. I don't see that in the Bible. I've never read that 
with clarity in the Bible. But I can tell you this, if every now and then you don't get a brand new touch, you are not going to make it. I can tell you that steadfast standing on the Bible. Every now and then you got to get a brand new touch. Every now and then you got to get a renewing in the Holy Ghost. You got to stir the spirit of your heart up before God. In fact, Apostle Paul said, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue in 1 Corinthians 12 edifieth himself. You know what that means? Builds himself up. You know what our problem is? We don't want to do that. And so we wonder why we're emaciated spiritually. Every now and then, we got to get built up. And the way you do that is let the Holy Ghost fill you afresh. And speak in that heavenly language again. And get built up in God. Furthermore, Paul wrote to the son, his son in the gospel, Titus, in the epistle by that name. And he talked about the washing of regeneration and, and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. The renewing of the Holy Ghost. you got to get a renewing of the Holy Ghost. How many of you have ever bought a new car, a nice used one, and you want, you want to get it to... You can't say, man, I washed it, and I'll never wash it again. If you want it to look like new, you've got to wash it every so often. In fact, on the way back from the airport, we took a little side road. It was dirt. We had to go check on some of my wife's family's graves and, uh, over in East Texas, and, and while we were there, her car is a dirty mess right now. So embarrassing, but uh, we couldn't help it. We didn't have time to clean it. But what I'm trying to tell you is this. If you want your car to look nice, you know what? Every now and then you got to go through the car wash. Why? You want it to look like new. And every now and then in the Holy Ghost, uh, you got to get your soul renewed. you got to get under the spout where the glory comes out and let the Holy Ghost uh, wash over you and cleanse the mess uh, of life out of you and give you power and strength. And then Jude writes in his book, and I won't do any more dissertations after that, but in Jude, the, the writer there, the apostle, says, Beloved, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Every now and then you need to quit praying in the flesh and you need to pray in the Holy Ghost. You need to pray till you break through and you talk in tongues a little bit. I'm preaching to Pentecostals tonight. Amen. If you're a Baptist, I'm glad you're here and we want God's blessings in your life. We have no axe to grind with you. If you're Catholic, if you're assembly, whatever you are, we're not here to fight and fuss, uh, but this church is a Pentecostal church uh, and we believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, like the book of Acts. And so we got to build up our faith. You ever wonder, wonder why? 
man, you can't hardly believe you don't have much faith because you hadn't been in the Holy Ghost. But have you ever noticed if you ever get the touch of God flowing again like it was with the day you got the Holy Ghost? I mean, you're at the altar, and man, you feel it again. You start speaking in that heavenly language. Man, it's like, praise God. I know I can make it. God's alive. He's still on the throne. You can storm hell with a water pistol, as it were. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is moving in your life. And so my simple message tonight, and I'm not, I'm just about done. But what I'm trying to tell you about this is, is a simple fact. Thank God for the day when we got saved. Thank God for the day he filled us with the Holy Ghost the very first time. But that, my brothers and sisters, is not enough to take you to glory all by itself. I preach the Bible to you, but I could also tell you by experience uh, as, a, as a fellow Christian and as a pastor, by pastoring people, if people don't get a fresh anointing uh, every so often, they just can't hardly make it as a child of God. So instead of fighting it, instead of saying, Pastor, do I have to? Why don't you just say, if it's available, why not? Because the Holy Ghost is a good thing. It's a powerful thing. It's a wonderful thing. And if I can get more of it, I want it. Our problem is we're always trying to get by with as little as possible. Well, Preacher, tell me what I got to do to make it to heaven. You know, some things it's not about just getting to heaven. It's about having victory. It's about being blessed. The Bible talks about the righteous scarcely being saved. Where are the ungodly going to appear? You know, we can scarcely get by. I don't want to scarcely make it to heaven. Well, I believe the gospel. I got baptized in Jesus' name, got the Holy Ghost, been born again since 1965, since 1972. Well, thank God for that. But when's the last time you felt his power so strong you could say, devil, you come at me with everything you've got. But in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to have victory in every area of my life. That only comes by an experience with the Holy Ghost. And so my message tonight is very simple and very clear. Lord, you know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. If you'll give me, Lord, another touch, I'll have the strength to carry on. That's basically what happened in Acts 4. If they didn't need another touch, Jesus wouldn't have given them another touch. But they said, Lord, you've heard the threatenings. You know our weaknesses. You know the troubles, as it were, that's going on. And God shook the house. 
and he filled them all over again with the same Holy Ghost he had given them in Acts 2. And they staggered out of that place, uh, not bowing their heads and saying, we're not going to preach this gospel. And boy, they came out of there ready to do business for God. And I'm saying it's the will of God in this house uh, tonight that somebody leaves this service uh, not cast down, uh, not saying, I don't know if I can make it, uh, but saying, devil, you better get out of my way uh, because I got a fresh anointing in my life. I got the fresh Holy Ghost power and I can do it. So let me just ask you, when's the last time, when's the last time you had a brand new touch? I'm not saying you're going to hell if you didn't speak in tongues today. I'm not saying anybody's going to be lost because they didn't speak in tongues last week. But somewhere along the continuum, we got to get a renewing in the Holy Ghost. It shouldn't be. Do I have to do that, Brother Johnson? It should be, God, if it's available, I want it. God, if I can have it, I want it. Because I need your power. I need your anointing. I need your victory. I heard a preacher tell how a man came to his pastor said, Pastor, I've been living for God a long time, but I'm going to quit. I'm not going to serve God. But I felt like I needed to come by and talk to you and at least let you know I wasn't coming back to church. Pastor heard him out and he said, okay. He said, I can't make you live for God. And I appreciate you telling me. I respect that. Every man's got his choices that he has to make. But he said, my brother, would you do me just one favor? Before you turn around and quit God and quit the church. He gave him the keys to the church. He said, would you just go in there where God gave you the Holy Ghost the first time. And go stand there. Or kneel there. And tell God what you told me that you're going to quit that you still love him and thank him for what he did for you and then once you do that you go your way and I understand I wish you wouldn't but I understand and I respect it so the pastor got on his lawn mower to lawn the, uh, mow the front yard at that particular church the saint went and the church went into the building to tell God he was going to quit. So he, he was in there a while talking to God. A little while later, the man came out. So the pastor drove over to where he was on his lawnmower. He said, well, I guess we won't be seeing each other. He said, what are you talking about? He said... I got up there and I started thanking the Lord for when he saved me. I was a drunk. How he turned my life around. And he said, I started thanking him for 
filling my kids with the Holy Ghost and letting me raise my family in the church. And he said, I started thanking God, remembering all those good times. And he said, I felt the Spirit all over again. And God renewed me in the Holy Ghost. I ain't quitting God. I'm going to keep on keeping on because God's been too good to me. So you don't need to quit. You don't need to throw in the towel. You don't need to say, well, I guess it's my time to say goodbye. You know what it's time to do? Just come to God and say, Lord, you know I need a brand new touch. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me, Lord, a brand new touch, I'll have the strength to carry on. Is there anybody that would join me at this altar and just say, Lord, I want a brand new touch. As a child of God, as a backslider, as, as somebody who may have felt God as a child, but it's been way too long since you've felt Him again. It wouldn't hurt all of us. I'm a pastor. I pray. I read the Bible. I preach the gospel. But every now and then, i got to have a brand new touch. Praise God. Would you join me up here at the front? Would you gather in with me? It wouldn't hurt everybody in this building to ask God to give us a fresh anointing of God's Spirit. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I feel the presence of God. I feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. We're not here to condemn anybody. We're not here to throw anybody under the bus. We're here to say, God, give us strength. God, give us victory. God, let your fresh Holy Ghost power work in our lives. We need your brand new touch in our lives. Let's reach for God. Let's take a little time. Let's push in the Spirit. Let's pray. Let's push until something happens. Till we feel the break of the Spirit. Till we feel the anointing come back. Till we feel that sweet touch of the Holy Ghost. Till we feel the victory. Till we leave saying, devil, you're a liar. God's been good to me. I know life's tough. I know things can be bad. But God's never done me nothing but good. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you give me, Lord, another time, I'll have the strength. Right now as we sing, as Sierra sings, would you just close your eyes? There's a brother or sister nearby as long as it's appropriate. Why don't we pray together? Why don't we reach for God together? 
Lord, we need you. I need you. I need your anointing. I need the Holy Ghost to help me. I need, God, the victory. I need to be edified. I need to pray in the Spirit. I need to build up my most holy faith. I need to know that you're near. That your power is going to be with me. That your spirit's going to help me, Lord. child of God pray with a family member pray with a brother pray with a sister as long as it's appropriate let's pray one for another right now hallelujah somebody's breakthrough night. This could be somebody's night of strength and victory. Hallelujah. Lord, I need that fresh anointing. I need that fresh touch from above. something moving in the house 
Would you find another brother or sister if you're not praying with somebody right now? Would you pray with somebody? Pray with somebody right now. Let's ask God to help us all. Oh, help me as pastor. Help us as good saints of God. Let us all be renewed. Let us all be renewed. Let us all be renewed. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, if you've never had the Holy Ghost, you can get it tonight. some young young people and some older folks and it's moving on us all let's pray let's pray oh I need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost uh, every now and then I gotta talk in tongues uh, oh I need to be built up in my most holy faith I need to send the devil running back to hell That's right, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Oh, let's pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, I need your anointing, I need your anointing, I need your anointing.
Close your eyes with me all over the building. Lift your hands. Let's sing this as a prayer. Let's ask God to touch us one more time. Oh, Lord. from your heart all over the house. Lord, you know I need a brand new time. My strength from yesterday is gone. But if you'll give me Lord another touch, I'll have the strength Hallelujah. Would some of you sisters gather around Sister Annie? She lost her mother a week and a half, almost two weeks ago now. Sister Annie's a good woman, but she loved her mother, visited her almost every day. Takes something out of you. Brother Joey lost his, his mother. Maybe some of you men gather around Brother Joey. Amen. He's not a weak man. He's a strong man, but we all need the strength of God. Hallelujah. Let's just pray for our sister that the Lord would give her the grace and the strength, the help of God. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, you know the need, God, the comfort of the Holy Ghost to, to touch her way down deep in her spirit. Lift her up, God, in the Holy Ghost. Oh, touch Brother Joey. Keep him by your power. Strengthen his faith. Comfort his soul. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Would you sing it with me one more time? Amen. Keep me. 